0: Hey everybody, just a heads up, I know I said we didn't have any new episodes coming for the rest of the year, but I straight up lied to you, because we have a new War Horse Christmas special going up right damn now. It's what you're about to listen to, in fact. Now, if you've just started listening to the podcast within the last year or so, this is all going to be quite confusing for you. Basically, last year I went on a tour with Tom Ryman and Alex Schmidt and Jeff May. At one point we were in Denver, and we got really... Caught up in the lore and mythology of that big blue horse that's outside their airport. And at one point, we started telling each other stories about this horse and using really weird voices to do it. So, last year, we turned it into a Christmas special. This year, we're doing it again. My co host, this time around, Danger Van Gorder. Shout out to him for coming through with all the Nazi voices I needed to make this thing happen. If you're completely lost and have no idea what's happening, maybe go back to episode 170 of Unpopular Opinion and listen to the first Warhorse Christmas special. Then listen to this one. Listen to them back-to-back for 24 hours like a Christmas story marathon. Also, just a heads up, come out to our live podcast this Saturday at the Hollywood Hotel, December 30th, 9 p.m. It's free. It's going to be a Performing Under the Influence podcast. We're going to come out, do Stand Up Sober, Then get fucked up and come back and do a podcast. You don't want to miss that. I'm going to be there. Quincy Johnson's going to be there. Caitlin Cutt is going to be there. Chet Wilde will be there. And Vanessa Gritton will be there. We're all going to be there. Come out. It's free. Why would you miss it? Help us bid this monster year adieu. Anyway, thanks. We love you. Enjoy War Horse Fights the Nazis.
1: Papa... Will you tell me a Christmas story?
0: I can't stress enough to you that I'm not your papa, boy. But it is Christmas and I do have a story, so I'll tell it to you. Oh, thank you, papa. Let me tell you a story about Warhorse. Oh, I like horses. Well, I can assure you this horse does not like you back. Oh. War Horse only likes two things in this world, and both of them are violence. Is this story appropriate for children, Papa? Warhorse is appropriate for no one, but should be known by all. Oh. Indeed feared by all oh. even little ones like you. Oh. Well, well, who is Warhorse, Papa? If you listen to my podcast, you'd already know. We discussed all of that last year around this same time. What's a
1: podcast, Papa? Don't
0: distract me when I'm talking about
1: Warhorse! Oh, okay, sorry.
0: It's best to keep distractions to a minimum in general around this time of year, lest you be caught off guard when
1: Warhorse appears. Tends to do that a lot around Christmas. He does. They say Warhorse feeds on happiness and anger, and Arby's, interestingly enough. Aye, but there won't be much Arby's, no horsey sauce to feed on when Warhorse arrives.
0: Who is that man, Papa? It doesn't matter. All that matters when Warhorse comes to town
1: is finding a good place to hide. Of course, you never can really hide from Warhorse. No, once you know of him, he knows of you for time eternal. He just showed up out of nowhere, Papa. Indeed, Warhorse gives no warnings. No, no, I meant this other man over here. There are no men that can withstand the fury of Warhorse. And that's not what I meant. Do you want to hear this story or not, young man?
0: Um, yes, Papa. Hard to know where to begin when talking about Warhorse. They say you don't decide to talk about Warhorse. He simply decides his tale needs to be told and chooses the nearest unwilling vessel he can find.
1: Yes, you are a slave at that point, and it's all instinct from that. Yeah, I mean,
0: one minute you're just standing there watching a young boy chat up two old men, next you're engaged in a palaver about Warhorse. Happens as fast as that, and you don't even know what the word palaver means.
1: There's three of you now? Your hat is so sparkly, mister.
0: You've got that wrong,
1: young man. Surely you have. There are none of us. There is only Warhorse, and there has only ever been Warhorse. Some say the Big Bang was merely the sound of Warhorse kicking the very doors. The universe opened wide. I mean, others claim
0: Warhorse is the universe itself, but I don't know. That seems unlikely. I too much good in the universe for it and Warhorse to be one and the same. His DNA is made up of a lot of things.
1: None of them good. Uh, indubitably. Warhorse is evil through and through and you'll know when he comes for you. I mean that that is one thing we know about
0: Warhorse the rest is a mystery. I mean except we do know where he lives in the heart of man obviously that's where but also Denver mm,
1: yeah. he has a home in, did, yeah. Denver. It's, it's in Denver yeah it's in Denver yeah
0: i keeps a series of underground bunkers there According to legend, it's so he can lure the last few survivors of his inevitable apocalypse to one location and give them all a final extinction-level trampling.
1: Warhorse has many skills. Mode being one, creating fire with his mind another. But trampling? Well, I think he might be better at trampling than everything else.
0: Good job, bro. Good job. They always say remember to speak reverentially when speaking to Warhorse, lest Warhorse begin speaking of you.
1: Speaks with violence, he does, and a slight lisp. Tis a horse, after all. But I assure you, this is not a beaver, and there's nothing to snicker at. Warhorse spits not saliva, Warhorse spits fire.
0: Yeah, he rarely uses the power of his fire breath. He kind of prefers a challenge, so he finds its all-encompassing fury to be kind of a bore. Why watch a large sea of fire do the killing, when you can kill with hooves and a series of smaller fires? You know, they say Warhorse doesn't so much as fight as he does entertain. battle is his home. When you're engaged in it with him, you're his guest. His idea of hospitality is a demise most agonizing. You don't feel
1: pain. No, you become I, every fiber of your being, being replaced with pure, unadulterated suffering. Oh, suffer bones, will call you when Warhorse comes to town. Hippy, That joke was better last time. Should I have listened to the other episode before this one? You think you can ask questions of Warhorse? There is no shed tongue with which you can communicate with Warhorse. <laughs> Tongues are the first thing Warhorse takes
0: when he comes to town, kid. Next is inventory. Warhorse prefers to kill in the
1: thousands.
0: Nothing less will sufficiently quell the appetite for conquest
1: that fuels his destruction. Anything more, and he feels a bit bloated. Nothing feels as good as looking good, is what Warhorse loves to say. I'm gonna reduce this mid-sized town to rubble and consume all its inhabitants Is another thing, Warhorse says. Sometimes, all in the same breath. I mean, the suffering is brief, mind you.
0: A matter of mere minutes. But of course, every minute feels like an eternity of hellfire when lived in the hands of Warhorse. How am I getting all this? Hypothetically speaking, of course. Again, he is a horse after all. He has no hands.
1: No, it doesn't need him. Doesn't care for them. Not one bit. Thinks opposable thumbs lead to gun violence, which Warhorse finds to be the most pedestrian form of violence that there is. Of course, you're always welcome to bring guns to a
0: Warhorse fight bullets are no match for his battle caliber exterior you could mistake
1: him for suge knight in that way if not for all the blue that's a gang reference kid oh but warhorse needs no gang you know what a gang of warhorses is called an apocalypse Aye. because we've yet to see one but if we ever do surely the world has met its end papa how will we know when warhorse is near still with that papa
0: thing huh also, have you been listening at all, young man? You are guaranteed three things in this life: taxes, not
1: knowing when Warhorse will attack,
0: and an untimely
1: death at the hands of Warhorse. Hands all hooves, such as it is. He does have a favorite time to appear, however. December twenty-fifth at the stroke of midnight. But P- Pacific time, bro. One oh. a.m. Mountain. Yes, thank you.
0: They say if you're up at that precise hour, you might see Warhorse descend upon your town
1: not that you'd want to see it and you'll never unsee it should you do so they say he appears as a ball of fire
0: spit from the very depths of hell shedding the souls of those he's consumed as flames that incinerate anything they come into contact with listen to me
1: right now you're in the spirit friend you're understanding things
0: Others say that's just him carrying around what's left of hell after vanquishing the devil himself centuries
1: earlier. Perhaps this is why the Church of Satan does not actually worship Satan. Wait, is that true? Yeah, the Church of Satan is just a bunch of atheists. What? That what a letdown.
0: Perhaps it's because Warhorse has slain their leader.
1: Well if Warhorse is slain their leader, they should call themselves the the Church of Warhorse or, or, or something. Something reverential and proper. Sure. That Satan stuff, that's just misleading and wrong. Sure, you're right, bro. Yeah. So, so Warhorse. okay, so Christmas at the stroke of midnight then.
0: Right, right. I digress. Mm. Let's talk about a Christmas with Warhorse. When Warhorse graces your Yuletide affair, presents marked death are placed under the tree with care. Like actual presents. He brings presents, they say
1: death on them, he puts them under your tree. And they all have your name written on the side. Can you guess who they're from? Warhorse? No! Death, actually. That was a fine enough guess. Not that
0: you'd have time to open those gifts. They're mostly for show. Warhorse does enjoy production.
1: Okay, that explains all the explosions. Yes, lots of that when Warhorse begins his cookie march. He's not setting explosions, mind you. Second most pedestrian form of
0: violence in his fiery red eyes. No, what they say happens is objects explode on their own when Warhorse arrives, as if nature itself is undoing the very laws of physics to celebrate his arrival. Guys, I've never been this eloquent before. What's happening?
1: Well, Warhorse is what's happening, friend. It's these celebrations that keep him from destroying the earth in its entirety. Warhorse does have quite an ego. He is a horse, after all. After the explosions come
0: the screams. That's why he takes the tongue first, kid. Warhorse prefers the implied danger of a deafening silence to the cacophony of your human suffering,
1: of course. <laughs> Warhorse voice, these screams will scare off other mightier opponents might be considering an attack on Warhorse. Not that he fears losing, of course. No, he fears the loss of another opportunity for more bloodshed. This would be an outcome most undesirable. Warhorse
0: would never turn away an enemy. I mean, of course, there are some who theorize that a beast the likes of Warhorse can have no true enemies.
1: Joy is his enemy, pleasure, another enemy. Your trouble and pain-free existence is the full Warhorse ultimately, seeks to vanquish.
0: Vanquish it he will.
1: The only gift on Warhorse's
0: wish list is your soul. Again, that is a real thing. He just carries around this scroll that says your soul on it like infinity times.
1: Not your name nope. with soul after it.
0: it, it your, just
2: your, your soul, soul over and, and over again. like
1: the fucking shining, bro. It is quite a troubling sight. So so, you've seen it then. The Warhorse Christmas wish list. <laughs> Don't be silly, young man. Why, why? Why you'd be speaking to a pile of ash and bone had that harbinger of evil ever crossed my line of sight? No. No, no, I've only heard tales of its existence. Tales. Tales are all you need. And hooves.
0: If you really want to leave your mark on a Christmas village, use your hooves. That's what Warhorse does. He is a horse, after all. He is a horse. You know, they say there is more destructive force in Warhorse's lower body alone than in all the nuclear weapons
1: in the world. I don't know where I got that fact from. Well, we said that when we still had nuclear weapons. But Warhorse destroyed all our weapons long, long ago.
0: Papa? Yes,
1: son? Well, you just called me son. Oh, gross!
0: I'm drunk and the hour is late. What is your query,
1: young man? Well, does Warhorse ever use his power uh, for good? Oh, I'll answer this by hearkening back to an earlier time, back when we were discussing the loss of our nuclear weapons. That was literally a moment
0: ago. But it feels like forever since mankind deigned to have weaponry sufficient to stand down an onslaught from War Horse. Nuclear weapons were the first thing we tried. Might set the atmosphere on fire forever, but at least we're rid of this hell horse, am I right?
1: Mm, no, you were wrong. Set the atmosphere on fire, we did. And Warhorse Warhorse just ate that fire. Never broke eye contact with a
0: single one of us the entire time, meaning all of humanity. Yeah, he. I mean, he just like ate and stared. It's like he wanted us to know that even our
1: greatest of evils will ultimately
0: be no match for the might and fury of Warhorse. Glory be, glory
1: be. Of course, yes. Now it's in these moments when Warhorse's power, for accidental good, is at its most apparent.
0: Indeed. There's one thing Warhorse hates above all else. It's knowing an evil greater than his own may exist in this world.
1: Surely, as he's drawn by the scent of joy and exuberance, so does unbridled tyranny and horror hold a special allure for Warhorse. He reads the world of good and evil alike. Warhorse knows no signs. Warhorse merely consumes. He is a horse, after all. Now, that reminds me of another story. Now, who among this palaver recalls the Nazi troubles? Oh, I recall it very well. The one and
0: only time when Warhorse stood alongside humankind in battle. Nice use of the word Palabobot. Oh,
1: thank you. I mean, yeah, after all, who sides with a fucking Nazi, you know? Oh, certainly not Warhorse. No, his hatred does not discriminate. His hatred does not make distinctions. Warhorse's hatred is a pure hatred. All other forms of hatred must be eliminated. And all good. Get rid of that, too, he says. As sure as he stood with humanity to slay the Nazis,
0: he would turn next on the same men and women he fought with that very same day. I mean, yeah, but at least they didn't lose to a bunch of goddamn Nazis again, am I right? You're absolutely
1: right, friend. Completely worth it.
2: They arrived wielding fire. With these torches, we light our paths to power. Tiki torches!
0: You know what they say, don't bring a tool for tastefully lighting a backyard gathering to a warhorse fight.
2: Come on! Do you like a khaki? You will not replace us. Somewhere in the distance, Warhorse heard these
1: rumblings and promised in that very moment he had no designs on replacing anyone. With uh, well that, Warhorse began a gallop of the dams that were taken from his lair in Denver all the way to Virginia. I was sure you were going to say Argentina. Save your conspiracy talk for another
0: day. Warhorse doesn't like deviancy. Not from subject matter related to Warhorse, anyway. The trip took him less time than it's taken us to tell
1: you about it just now. And that's including the three stops he made on the way. Arby's! All three times, if you can believe that. Ah, believe it, they did. When Warhorse appeared on the hillside in the distance, angry because of Nazi propaganda and sleepy because of a belly full of roast beef. Heiliger Storsak! Was ist das? And with that, Warhorse laid down to slumber. Oh, hi, hi. Tis a little known curiosity about War Horse that his first act of aggression is to take an hours-long nap in full sight of his eventual conquest. Kind of throws a wrench in that hole you never see him coming, bit. Oh, indeed it does. Warhorse sleeps easy knowing the populace still
0: thinks it has time to plan and strategize, and oh, he chuckles at the thought of this last <laughs> one but possibly mount a defense.
1: Oh, indeed. As Warhorse slumbered, the Nazis hatched what they thought was a plan.
2: Oh, this beast will ruin everything. Yeah, I know you think this beast will ruin everything, and that's what you just said in German, but what if we can do something to prevent it?
1: What can possibly be done to do prevent it, Boba?
2: Who are you and where are your parents? They're probably was Vorhoes now, as you will soon be if you don't come up with a plan. Das Kind hat recht. Yeah, I know the child is right. And I assure you, I do have a plan. And with that, The Nazis launched the single dumbest
0: plan in the history of warfare. Dumbest since Hitler invaded Russia on foot in the winter, at least. Am I right? That was a history reference.
2: Okay. So, while the beast dreams of our destruction, we will deliver his, this, um, fire.
1: Nazi fire?
2: They're just, whatever fire we have, just around the house, which should be okay. Uh, It's all Nazi fire if Nazis are setting it, you know? Also damn-looking Yeah, exactly as you probably just said. So stupid charges again. What choice do we have? I'll tell you what choice they had. Run! That's what most
1: of the town did. Aye, and those who stayed to fight alongside Warhols were eventually slain as well, but
2: they died a hero's death. That means they got to see a bunch of goddamn Nazis die first. Yes, it's tight! We have news and gain! Yeah, I know it's time, and we must go. The Nazis surrounded Warhorse, and with
0: one unified touch from their Walmart home and garden section of flames,
2: they set Warhorse ablaze. Was? Warum das Tier? I know not why beast smiles. I only know without that I am that we have met a match. It was almost hard to watch. Nazis or Nazis, at least
1: what a secret fight. Yeah, it turns out fighting fire with fire only works if you're fighting an actual fire.
0: Far less effective against the mythical flames of Warhorse Horse. Glory be. Glory
2: Aye, das war so eine finchal Kalkulation! The hatches just attacked. Yeah, we came wielding the fire, and now we are the fire! Is this really the time for finger-pointing, though? With the same effort most of us exert wiping the sleep from our eyes upon waking, War Horse
1: turned the Nazis' fire on the Nazis themselves! Aye, the ground shook as Warhorse Horse stood, the resistors would-be oppressors. Not that much resistance was required at this point, what with
0: everyone engulfed the flames and all, right? <laughs> but War Horse has never been content to merely
1: burn an enemy. Likes to give him a good stomp as well. It usually ends with more fire, so it's an unnecessary step. If we're being honest, but as we said before, Warhorse enjoys the show. He is a horse, after all. He is a horse, after all. You know, you keep saying that. Er wird uns einen letzten geben. Indeed,
0: as that Nazi just said, Warhorse prepared to deliver one final stomp to the now
1: burning Nazi hordes. And the shadow Cast and Warhorse raced us up that day, spread for miles, and miles. And when it crashed down to the ground, the debris it left in its wake blackened out the sun for
0: years to come. So that part was bad. It was.
1: But hey, at least the Nazis didn't win. And they died on fire. And that's really what matters.
2: Merry Christmas.